It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode. I am so glad that you decided to spend your whatever time of day you're listening to this, <laughs> your afternoon, your evening, your early morning, wherever I am, I'm happy, well, just grateful, really grateful to have this opportunity because one, um, I just know I would have loved something like this when I was going through it as a young adult. I mean, I still am. I just turned 26, so some of you might not think so, <laughs> but I am still a young adult, uh, in my mind at least, and I just know like me being 22 or even 18 when I was a missionary, when I was in college, like I would have really loved a platform like this. And so I hope to continue to make it available um, and awesome for each and every one of you. So keep you know, telling me what you enjoy about it, what you don't enjoy about it as well, <laughs> what you want to listen to, um, what you need help with. I always appreciate your comments. Um, in fact, I was going to read one of your comments because I want to... I want to encourage you always to continue to comment and maybe, you know, giving you a little spotlight would be nice. Um, plus, I want to show my appreciation to you. So uh, this one goes out to uh, Young Adult 99 I think this was for my birthday that you said. So thank you for this review. You said this podcast is a must for young adults. Even if you aren't a young adult, you can benefit and learn a lot from listening. Caleb brings a variety of relatable and relevant topics to the podcast, always talks about uh, each of them in a very authentic and real way. Uh, I can attest to that. <laughs> he shows, shares ooh, his own experiences and isn't afraid to be vulnerable. He offers insightful solutions and teachings to help young adults navigate this unique and amazing time of life. Thank you, Caleb. And thank you. Uh, let me remember. Young Adult 99. I don't know who you are, uh, but thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway, today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about something that will help you feel more fulfilled in life. I think a lot of us in life, especially at this time, um, we get this feeling of feeling unfulfilled and we think it's something that just kind of happens to us. We're either in the middle of our college career or right now during the summer, you might not be thinking it too much on your mind but you because you're doing all these fun things and you're having all these things to do, but even then you might still have this feeling of unfulfillment, feeling like, I don't know, maybe your job isn't the thing that, you know, you want to be doing necessarily, or like you just don't feel like it's doing it for you, or like you're feeling unfulfilled outside of work. You don't really know what your purpose is necessarily. I talk with a lot of people, especially after you kind of graduate college, and a lot of people are like, I don't know what you do now. Like, I kind of did all the things. Like, you know, I got the girlfriend or boyfriend, I got the job, um, now I just kind of come home and I just wonder, like, is this it? <laughs> is this really it? Like, is this really my life? Like, I was working so hard for something and now it's just like, oh, like, is this really, like, all there is to life? That's not to say you're not doing things. That's not to say you're not striving towards something, but you still can't really shrug off this feeling of unfulfillment. And let me tell you, I felt that plenty of times in my life. 
One is totally normal, totally natural, makes perfect sense. Ultimately, we know that our thoughts are what create our feelings. There's a thought in there. But I also think that as young adults, we are not understanding a principle correctly. We're not living a principle of life that I have seen correctly. And that is that we are putting off the things that we want, the things that are truly going to be fulfilling for things that simply will not fill us. Things that are temporary, that are instantaneous, but at the end of the day, will not endure and will not satisfy, okay? This is what I mean by this. Let's say one day you come home after work and you find yourself bored. What do you do to fill that boredom? You watch a TV show or you go onto YouTube and you scroll. And there's nothing wrong with this if it is intentional, A lot of us are unintentionally choosing to fill our lives up with things that to us are meaningless, to us are wrong. And I'm emphasizing to us because that is not to say what you want to do with your life is in fact meaningless. That's not to say that there are things that are meaningless or not. They're just thoughts. Social media is not meaningless. We make it so. YouTube, Netflix, um, food, anything that typically the world is labeled as meaningless or worthless or not worth your time if you want to be, I don't know, a successful adult in the future. It's not true. You can, in fact, be a Disney adult and find total meaning and happiness in that. And to me, I'm not. I don't, (laughs) I don't see the point of it at all. And so if I, you know, and that's why I don't go to those sorts of things in the first place. But what I'm getting at is that a lot of us like to fill our time with things that just do not satisfy things that our brain wants to, because it craves this idea that we want to satisfy an emotional experience. We have an urge to satisfy something and avoid something rather that is uncomfortable. But what I want to point out is that the thing you are most often avoiding that is uncomfortable is something that deep down you want. And let me tell you, will help you feel fulfilled because you'll think that thought about yourself. Okay. So like deep down, like this is the clearest example I can think of is that a lot of us avoid cleaning up our house. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) Maybe I'm the only one avoiding this. Uh, But I imagine you might have dirty dishes. You might have like a messy bedroom. Your clothes are out. You need to wash something. There is something on that to-do list of you that you have been wanting to accomplish for a while. Maybe you've been meaning to make that a doctor's appointment or dentist appointment. Maybe you've been shrugging off texting that friend or calling that person. Maybe you keep on pushing off that big, deep down goal that you have. Maybe this is your opportunity now in July to reflect, I haven't done the thing that I said I wanted to do in January when I made my New Year's commitment. Or maybe like just Deep down, there's something you've always wanted to do, but you keep telling yourself, I can't do that. That's not who I am. That is where the unfulfillment, I believe, is truly coming from, is because we keep putting off the things that we deep down really want to do for the things that momentarily we want to do because that big thing seems hard That big thing is actually going to be uncomfortable to begin with, and we don't like that idea, or at least our lower brain doesn't like that idea because it's going to put us out in discomfort. It's it's going to have us experience fear and negative emotion potentially, like 
I, the reason I put off cleaning my room is because right now I'm like, I am tired or I, you know, I'd rather like, you know, watch this video instead because that is easier. And that to me is communicated to me by my brain is really the thing that I want to do. And that my friends is not true. Because let me tell you, I watched that YouTube video and I finish it and then I'm like, hmm, you know, I felt good for a moment and then I'm back to feeling unfulfilled. I'm back to procrastinating the things that I truly want to be doing. You, I know, know the feeling I'm talking about. That feeling of satisfaction when you actually do something that you've been putting off or the thing that you deep down want for yourself, something that you feel like is going to make your life better, so to speak, that is an amazing feeling. Now, I want to clarify ahead of that is that we are not doing this to feel more worthy. We are not doing this to prove our worth or to become, you know, to think that we're better or perfect. We are doing this simply because our heart is yearning for it. It's because our heart desires it. We're doing it for us. There's no other reason we are doing this. We're not doing this, again, to look better for other people, to impress other people, because if we get ourselves in that kind of mindset, we'll only go back down, not necessarily feeling unfulfilled, but we'll only make ourselves feel worse in shame, in comparison. It is That's not the road we want to approach this thing. But a lot of us tend to be just being very unintentional about the way that we are living our life. Again, no shame in any of this. There are going to be days when you're going to want to just shut your mind off and just be like, I'm going to not focus on those things. Like for me, I've been studying a lot for this test that I have to take, but I was just like, you know what? Like I'm going to be like, I'm going to take this a little bit slower. I've been rushing through this sort of thing. And I, you know, I gave a whole email about it. If you are on my email list, uh, you should be if you know you want kind of extra motivation in the week. But anyway, I bring that up only because I just decided for myself that like, hey, I need people in my life. And I wasn't going out and seeing people regularly. I wasn't going out with my friends. And I just felt myself like that's not what I wanted for the moment. Of course, you know, we're going to find the balance and everything because I also want to study for that test. So like, of course, you're not going to be able to do everything that you want, but I could just felt like, you know what, like, like I wanted to be with my friends in that moment. And so I, you know, I've chosen to be more intentional about the way I'm studying. I don't have to, you know, do it all now, so to speak. I can, you know, balance it out a little bit more, but so to sum up everything that we, you know, kind of, so I'm on track and so you're on track, like, One of the secrets to feeling fulfilled in life is putting forward or doing first the things that you feel like, you know, that you want to do, like deep down want to do. Some of the things that you feel like you need to do, the things that you keep putting off, doing that first, committing to that, and then celebrating intentionally rather than vice versa, rather than unintentionally giving yourself credit and celebrating and putting off the things you commit to until it's either too late or you've procrastinated it and you're then in a rush, okay? That is the secret to feeling fulfilled is doing deep down the thing that you want and and embracing the discomfort of it and recognizing that this is actually going to help you rather than filling yourself up with things that just don't have a lot of meaning because they didn't cost anything. They were just easy and simple and like, you know, you just, you know, pulled it up on a screen and, and 
again, not to say that any of that is bad. It's just that we didn't like, I didn't make it meaningful to me to watch that YouTube video. What would be meaningful to me is if I cleaned my room and then rewarded myself with watching that video, that would have been more meaningful because I did the hard thing that I wanted to do. Remind me, we're doing this all because we want to do it. And then I celebrated that. I celebrated me for doing that. I showed my love and appreciation for myself of doing the thing that I've just been holding back on myself from. And that is where the fulfillment came from, is not in the things being easy, but in the things being hard. In embracing discomfort, I then found fulfillment. And that's not to say I do this all the time. I'm not an example of this. I just know what's worked for me in the past. That in order to feel fulfilled, we need to commit, then celebrate. That is the principle that I want to teach with you today is how do we commit real quickly? And then how do we intentionally celebrate ourselves in this? And so that you learn how to stop putting off the things that you deep down want, whatever goal that is for you. Maybe like for me, like the goal at the very beginning of my journey in terms of self-help, so to speak, or just like getting to know myself better and like finding fulfillment was going to the gym. Uh, Like my journey began four years ago and going to the gym. And one day, you know, I just really decided like, that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to get healthier. I wanted to have, you know, maybe my motivations weren't the best at the time, but I wanted to have a better body. I wanted to like think of myself better and have more confidence. And I know those things actually, you know, don't create confidence necessarily. It's your thoughts. Um, We can get into that more. But at the same time, it was, this experience was truly helpful for me. And I believe it can be helpful for you in that I first planned ahead. I made the commitment to myself that this is what I was going to do. I was going to be that kind of person that goes to the gym regularly. Whereas for me at that time, I never, you know, woke up early to go to the gym. I never, you know, (laughs) like got up and walked in the cold or the heat and went to somewhere and like sweated and then was uncomfortable figuring out the weights and all that stuff. Like this was something I never done in my life. Now, like, which is crazy to think because now it's something I can't imagine living without. That is what happened in terms of creating an, an area of fulfillment in my life because I committed to it and then chose to celebrate myself in it, okay? So the way you commit to something is because you, ha- you have to use your cognitive brain and recognize that your lower brain is always going to resist anything that is difficult or not the norm, not the established pattern of habit. So when you, that's why whenever you make like a choice to change your habits, you're, you always experience discomfort in it because it's, it's just different than what it's always been. That's like simply like even going to work at a different time, your brain is just like, this is weird. Going to school at a different time, even with the summer, with all these changes, your brain might be like, this is strange in terms of my habits. And so that's why, you know, we resist that. Our lower brain resists that because it's not the norm. It's not what has been established. It's not the neural pathway that has already been given to us. That's why it's so hard in the beginning to change your thoughts to change your identity around something. So you must plan ahead and then commit to the vision that you have for yourself and begin to identify yourself with that habit. So simply put, if you want to exercise more, the habit you must establish is either waking up or setting a time like where you're going to go to the gym, either in the morning, the evening, you get to decide, make it work best for you, make it a habit that's the easiest for you to you know, establish. And then when that moment comes, 
you don't listen to your brain when it says, uh, I don't want to do this right now. So like if I want to clean my house, I have to commit and say, okay, at 530, when I get home from work, I know if I sit down on the couch, I'm not going to do it. I just know that's going to happen. I've done that a million times. And so what I need to do is I need to put the phone down and I need to just do it. I need to just like not sit down basically and do it. And I know when I get home, my brain is going to tell me, oh, you're really tired. You should watch this video instead. You should reward yourself after a hard day work. And maybe that's true. But to me, I know, hey, where I'm going to get fulfillment, what I've already told myself If I really want to keep this promise to myself, I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to do the thing that I said I was going to do. I'm the kind of person that does this. And that's a thought that you should all practice, basically, whatever habit it is, whether it's coming down to your dating or, you know, for your job, just cleaning up your life or like, you know, even just practicing better mental habits is creating an identity statement around the habit that you want to change. Saying to yourself, I am a person, for me, I'm a person who has a clean house. I'm a person who has a clean apartment. I'm a person who works out. That's something that I now say with full confidence when four years ago, when I said it, I almost laughed. <laughs> and But I still embrace that idea of truth. I embrace the discomfort of, yeah, I don't really feel like that, but I'm still going to believe it about myself. And then it became true. This is a principle that's very clearly outlined in Atomic Habits. If you want to establish a habit really clearly, I highly recommend go listen to that audiobook, Changed My Life. James Clear is an amazing author and explains it so clearly why identifying yourself with a habit is going to be the most powerful form like of motivation to get you to actually do the thing. And then you know, once you've planned ahead, you've created this identity and you've ultimately you know, you have to recognize that also it's going to be hard. Embrace the discomfort that like it's supposed to be hard. In fact, you should probably feel kind of uncomfortable in it. Like, and and recognize that's just a part of the process of any habit is that it's going to be hard and to be okay with that. That's why I also think the thought like this is going to be hard. Like establishing this new habit of running, I've just told myself, yeah, I'm not going to like it. (laughs) I've just embraced that I'm not going to like it and I don't have to like it in order to do it. Of course, it would be better, I think probably to enjoy the experience. And now I'm getting to a point where I kind of enjoy it a little bit more, especially more than I used to um, just by identifying with it. But it wasn't because I told myself I had to like it. It was because I just embraced the discomfort, okay? So when we commit, we plan ahead, we create an identity around the habit that we are planning for, and we embrace the discomfort when in the moment our brain just doesn't want to do it. And then I want you to intentionally celebrate yourself. Give yourself a reason why you're doing this to reward yourself. Say to yourself, hey, I'm going to clean my room, and then after that, I can watch that video I want to. Or then I can enjoy that you know, TV episode I've been you know, dying to watch. Or then, you know, sort of like <laughs> what your parents did, is like then you can go hang out with your friends. <laughs> Once you clean your room, you can go hang out with your friends. Like, because you establish that pattern of a reward system for you. And with that reward system, your brain will then, you know, create that neural pathway that, hey, doing this thing actually rewards me. Doing this thing, I actually kind of do enjoy. This is where I love the concept that you should combine 
the thing that you don't want to do with something that you do want to do. And where I say don't and do, I'm talking about your lower brain. You have a goal for yourself to clean your room, right? So combine that with something that you like doing that your brain will want, which is like listening to a podcast or listening to the YouTube video that you're so desperately wanting to watch. Sure, it might take a little bit longer, but you still get the thing done and your brain is okay with doing it. You actually do it versus not doing it. This is what motivated me to go to the gym originally is that I got to listen to my music. I created a killer playlist and I loved listening to that music to the point where I then started to create dopamine around like, like dopamine hits around my experience at the gym that I enjoyed one, the way that I felt after I connected that with like myself recognizing that, Hey, hard things I always feel better after doing them. And so one that helped, but also, you know, I celebrated myself. I said to myself, like, like I communicated, you know, appreciation to myself for doing hard things for going to the gym. I, one, I told myself that. And then I also like intentionally like celebrated myself in that aspect. Maybe I treated myself once in a while after going to the gym. Obviously, if you do that over and over again, then it kind of defeats the purpose of going to the gym. But I I made a commitment to myself that like, this is what I said I was going to do. And then I told my brain, but we're also going to celebrate ourselves. We're also going to make it so that we can do this thing. So for right now, I'm working a lot extra because I'm saying, hey, at the end of this week, I'm celebrating. We're going on vacation with my family to the beach. It's something that we always love. That means we can work a little bit harder. That means we can put ourselves into the work, do the things that are required beforehand so that the celebration is truly worth it. So that the celebration actually means something to us. Okay, my friends? Like, I want to conclude just in the context that this is all about our own fulfillment. If you feel like you are lacking fulfillment, purpose, or anything, go deep down inside of yourself and really be in tune and ask yourself, what do you want to be doing? Is there something that you feel like you want to do that you haven't done or something that you're putting off? Maybe it's something as simple as cleaning your room, but maybe it's something else like establishing a healthier habit for yourself, um, removing something that you feel like is quite unhealthy, doing something that scares you, being vulnerable with another human being, or just putting off a simple task and procrastinating it. Whatever it is, recognize that is where your fulfillment is going to be, or at least that's where you can begin to create some fulfillment. Maybe it's not even serving yourself, but maybe putting off serving someone else, because I know that always makes me fulfilled. And instantly when you think of that thing, your brain, lower brain is probably going to resist it. That's hard. That's uncomfortable. We don't want to do that. Like, you know, instead, let's do the thing we've always been doing. Then in that moment, remind yourself, no, like, I'm going to commit to this. This is where my fulfillment, this is where I believe is like my next step in terms of my growth as a human being. And so I plan it. I commit to it. I create an identity around that habit. And when the moment comes, I embrace the discomfort. I accept it's going to be hard, but have that communication of love with myself and then communicate that I will intentionally celebrate myself after or create some sort of dopamine hit, some sort of like in-between compromise of how can I make this habit enjoyable and combine it with something that I love doing, you know, combine this hard thing with something that I actually 
do want to be doing or my lower brain will be okay with me doing. Okay. I hope that helps you. I know during the summer it can be hard, especially to stick with the habits you've been doing because, you know, you just, you feel like it's a time, you know, you think in your head, like this isn't a time to be committing to my goals or I shouldn't be necessarily uncomfortable. And I I don't think that's true. I think in fact, it's important to embrace discomfort, to embrace hard because that is where your true fulfillment is going to be. That's because those things are worth something. Those things that are hard have a cost, but that means they have a purpose and that means they are indeed worth something. Um, And again, not because we need to increase our self-worth, but simply because you want to do it because your soul is asking you to do it. So why not do it for yourself? Okay, my friends, I hope you have a great week. Um, Keep enjoying your summer. And of course, um, I just hope things are awesome for you. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb, the college coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30 minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good. You are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.